Grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. Let's rip open the cover of the sealed section. Welcome to After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. BJ's, blowies, playing the skin flute, hummer, fellatio, whatever your preferred euphemism is, it will certainly be consideration in your intimate relationships. Is it a delicious entree? Is it like a Macca's drive through meal? Fast, but unsatisfying to at least one of you? Or is it off the table entirely? It's certainly a bone of contention with couples everywhere. Pun completely intended. Tonight, Sindra looks at what is sucking the fun out of oral sex and how we might address it. I'm Louise Wilkinson, and you're listening to After Dark on Newcastle Live. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Gentlemen, listen up. One of the biggest complaints that our intimacy coach, Sindra Banks, gets on a regular basis is that the people who are administering a certain job to the penis owner are feeling a little bit put out. I don't think there's one amongst us that haven't felt the pressure of the hand on the top of the head. Uh, I don't think that there's any of us that uh, haven't tested out our gag reflex. And today we're going to talk real talk, aren't we, Sindra? Yes, we're going to talk real talk about blow jobs or I don't want to call it a job anymore. Like I actually hate, I, I don't like this because it's not a job. So we're going to talk about uh, giving head or oral sex. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Okay. All right. So, look, obviously, this has been a bone of contention since the beginning of time. I mean, you know, couples have long used it as a bet. If, you know, if you lose this, like, I need oral, blah, blah, blah. And the wife goes, oh, God. Okay. So, it's, you know, it's been a bit of a bone of contention. Excuse the pun. But look, <laughs> we need to talk about why it's so polarizing. And what sure. are your clients saying? I'm mm. interested. So to hear. I have a group program running at the moment called The Comeback. And this came up because a few of the people in there were like, I don't like doing it. Um, I have had bad experiences in the past. And there's an ex, and this is not all penis owners. I, you know, disclaimer, but what I'm hearing is it's a lot of them. So yeah. there's an expectation uh, to perform oral sex, to give head um, on a consistent basis. And what I'm hearing is that, A, that's not really allowing the, you know, the vulva owner, the, the woman to feel empowered or excited or wanting to do it for one. It's like I have to do it. Number two, a lot of them don't like it because of based on past experiences or current experiences. And three, what I'm hearing then is then the penis owner doesn't often reciprocate the said job, which I don't love as a concept. 
Oh, 100%. I'm with you there. I think, you know, there's got to be give and take, hasn't there? There's got to be give and take. And the excuse that I'm hearing a lot for the penis owner not wanting to go down on the vulva is I don't like it. Oh, that's valid. It's not. I don't like it. You know, oral for us isn't exactly a trip to Baskin Robbins, is it? <laughs> One of my clients shared, um, did you watch Sex in the City? I'm sure that you did back in there. Over the and over and over again. Me too. So one of my clients sent me this amazing clip uh, when um, Samantha was talking about they don't call it a job for nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, because it's hard work. And then add into the hard work the expectation to make the penis owner come to finish the quote unquote finish job. job. Yeah. Right. And of course, no one's going to get excited about doing that. I don't want to go down to my partner to finish a job or like to do a task. No. That's for work. Yes. And I think I, I am remembering that iconic scene. And she did say, you know, you try, you know, getting your teeth and your tongue and your gag reflex and breathing through your nose all while moaning and trying to look sexy. Right. Yes. Good luck with that. Mm. So what I want to do today is kind of unpack this sense of like a blow job and also share my experience because this is absolutely my experience. Yep. And I had a really awful, almost tra- trauma experience when I was younger where the person I was with um, pushed my head down and held my head down there. Oh. So, yep. yeah, awful, awful. awful. Yep. And I, I was so young, I just didn't have the words or the the, yep. the things, you know, the empowerment. So I didn't do it for a really long time. I was like, no, nah, I don't do that because mm. of that experience. And then it was only a, like a, you know, a few years ago where I was like, actually, I want to explore that, but I want to explore it on my freaking terms. Yeah, 100%. Yep. So I'm not I'm not going to do it until I finish the job. I'm only going to do it when I feel like it. And I'm going to I want to find a way to enjoy it. So how can I actually play and have fun and explore and it to be almost like a collaborative effort with the penis owner. You tell me what feels good. I'm going to use my hands, I'm going to use my teeth, I'm going to use my tongue, I'm going to try different things and make it more fun and interesting and less pressurized. Yes. So I have found a way to make it work for me and I was suggesting this to my clients as well. It's like it doesn't have to be like the main event. It's not a job that you have to perform. And finish. And yeah. and finish, right? Mm. So kind of like reframing the way that you see oral and like taking all of that pressure off in the in the meantime and actually like finding a way to enjoy it. Yeah, look, 100%. And I think if there's not that pressure and that expectation and as you say, that hand on the only – I mean, there is there is nothing more traumatic than having your, um, you know, your airway compromised. If someone had their hand around your neck and was holding you up against a wall, we wouldn't hesitate to call that abuse. Yes. And, you know, it's – Kind of the same thing the other way, you know, it's it's 
a real thing that that happens to women and does put them off and does make them feel so disempowered and scared you know scared it's um it it's not good and um but there is a way to sort of yeah, as you say, when that pressure is taken off and it's more done in like a curious way and an exploratory way um, and it's not like a an A to Z sort of practice, um, that there is this space where it can actually be empowering for a woman. Yeah, and also more enjoyable, I would beg to argue, more enjoyable for the penis owner because when you're enjoying something, when you're having fun doing something, you talk, you laugh, you can see on their face that they're enjoying it, mm. uh, like their body language. It's not a performance. Like we're not trying to perform. We're not trying to look sexy. Like you're sucking a dick. It's actually like not that sexy. Like you don't have to like make smoky eyes up at them or like whatever. When you're actually <laughs> just having fun and playing around, they are enjoying it too because they can see that you're you're relaxed. They can see that you want to be doing it. And that's a huge way more of a turn on yeah yeah it is all right so look this is obviously a conundrum and I know what you're going to say there needs to be conversation happen between the partners to get on the same page with this but can you give me an example on both sides of the fence of what Mm. the like what the argument is both ways so we can Mm. unpack it a bit I think for the the person who's has the problem or ha, you know is feeling like this tension and pressure around oral to their partner is just talking to your partner about it. And you knew I was going to say this, but yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> but being like, hey, like I I I want to enjoy going down on you. I really do. And right now, I feel like the pressure and the expectation is just making me not enjoy it, and I'm really resisting it. And I feel like what will be really helpful for both me and you is if we can take the pressure off me having to make you come and let's try a few different things and you can give me feedback and tell me what feels good. Like I want to explore. I want to have more fun with this and it's going to feel better for you in the long run. Like how would that feel for you? And, you know, having that kind of open conversation because the thing is if we're enjoying it, then the penis owner is going to get it more often. Yes, this is very true. I mean, yeah, I've been I've been in a uh, you know in relationships where you know it's completely off the table because it wasn't something that I enjoyed or you know, and I've you know <clears throat> I've got it like it's been in other relationships like as common as garlic bread as a starter. You know, it just depends on the person. Yeah, and I think having that open conversation where both of you talk about your previous experiences of like, hey, what what has been your previous experience with oral? How did you feel about it in the past? You know, what um, what do you struggle with the most? What do you love about it the most? Because a lot of people struggle with the taste. They struggle with their jaw. They struggle with uh, knowing what to do. They struggle with confidence. So actually saying to your partner, like, and I've done this in the past because I didn't go down on men for like, Oh my god! Like at least ten years, probably more. No, wow. more than that. Wow. So, like, obviously, when I when I came back to the D, um, I was like, "Hey, I'm not confident. Like, I'm not. This scares the shit out of me, actually." 
because I'd been with women for such a long time exclusively at that point. Yeah. So I just said it. I was like, I want to enjoy this. I really do. And I'm shit scared of like that whole thing. So actually talking about it up front and bringing your partner in and learning and exploring and playing together rather than just being like, I'm not doing that, Mm. you know, and you don't have to, of course, there's no pressure to have to do it. However, if you have had negative experiences, if you have had stuff that hasn't gone right in the past or it's, you know, turned you off, then that's an opportunity as well for you to work on that stuff and for you to work through those, um, you know, those issues and come to at least a neutral a neutral part because really it's a really big part of intimacy and it's a very vulnerable and like connective thing you can do together. I mean, going de- going down or giving oral to someone is very intimate. Mm, it is. You know, like yeah. it's really, really intimate. So I think having that totally off the table, like, I mean, it's okay, but, you know, it's it's a whole big part that you're missing out on as well. Yeah. And I guess that we've maybe got to look at it like sometimes, you know, the the partners that come into our lives as, as earth shakers are really the ones that hold a mirror up to us and go, hey, like I'm here, I'm not going anywhere, like you're safe, but let's have a look at this. And that can be quite confronting in itself, but what a beautiful opportunity for growth if you take it on and go, yeah, like I want to get to the bottom of this, you know, mm. I want to, I want to get some some peace around it, and um, you know, and I know that I'm safe to do that with you. Wow, like transformative, such an amazing opportunity, and obviously, you know, not all of us have those safe partners and honestly I'd argue if if that's not a thing with your partner then it's probably not the relationship for you um and there's an opportunity as well to create that within your relationship like start having the conversations start saying no like if you don't want to do it say no I'm not doing this I don't feel like it it's uncomfortable for me or it brings up bad memories for me and I'm sorry, but I have to just take a step back from this part of our intimacy. And that's okay. Mm. You don't always have to be up for having your mouth around someone's penis. Like it's not like an obligation of your relationship. It's like not like a contract that you sign that says, I have to do this, you know? Like it's it's really up to you. And remembering that when you're giving oral, you're in control. Yes. Always. You're in control. You're in charge, you're in control. That was a huge, that was a huge part of it for me. Like in the in the healing I did, it was like just remembering that I I get to say, yes, no, stop, whatever, don't do that, that's too much, or whatever. You're in control. So really feeling empowered in that as well. When you go to do this, it's it's you. It's all you. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, and yeah, it's it is such a big thing and it's a, it's a massive elephant in the room when it's a you know not performed and it's off the off the sexual menu but b then not talked about and the then the resentment builds from both sides so mm. yeah it really is like a conversation to be had about you know and 
I, I really don't think that, you know, anyone's going to take it personally if, you know, someone says, look, I really don't like the taste, you know, there's ways you can get around that if it's a real issue for you, um, you know, but yeah, being able to, I mean, when you when you think about it, you know, you are lying naked with this person. So it makes mm. sense that you should be able to have a conversation about lying naked with this person. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I obviously don't do it in the middle of it. Uh, no. Try and do it like before or after and just like have a really open, honest conversation. And when you come from the heart and you're really honest and open and compassionate, no one's ever going to have a problem with that. And again, I would argue if they do, that's not the person that you want to be with. Like you need to be with someone who you can talk about this stuff with and don't keep doing something that you're uncomfortable doing. And like you said, there's heaps. If taste is a problem, I've been told salted caramel lube is a vibe. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you can get that. You can use condoms. You don't have to complete the job and have the taste of the stuff in your mouth either. Yeah. Use and also, with the hands. There's so many options, but we just get so fixated on this one thing and this one way. And there's so many ways you mm. can play with this. Yeah. There's even a spray for your soft palate if gag reflex is oh. an issue for you. Yes. Have I taught okay. you something? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I write it. It's good. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. So there's there's tools, right? And there's ways. And honestly, I've gone from the person who avoided it to like, I don't know, I love doing it. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to learn how to deep throat. I'm going to learn how to do this. Like, yeah. <laughs> what else can I learn? Because it becomes like a game. It becomes like a playground where like I can learn new things. How yeah. cool is that as an adult? Yeah, I know. I know. And I wish we were more excited about that, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, about learning new things and not just get to a certain age and go, this is the way I am and I'm never changing. I'm sure you'd probably come yeah. up against that a little bit in your coaching and you know, trying to. Of course. Yeah. And we all get stuck in these same old ways of doing things. And that's why coaching is so important. And that's why these conversations are so important and listening to other podcasts that just expand your mind a little bit and get you out of just doing the same old stuff over and over and then not ever having sex because you're so bored or not ever giving oral because it's like, oh, my God, the same old thing again, like yep. the same three moves that I always do on that person's penis and then they come and then it's over. Yep quote, unquote, then it's over. Yep. And I'll tick the box. <laughs> so That's pretty much it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um yeah, there's so much that you can uncover. And listen, Google's, Google's your friend, you know, if you've got a an issue, then um, you can sort of get some preliminary advice and then maybe you want to talk to Cinder, of course. We always recommend that here at After Dark uh, because she has all of the tips and tricks and the psychology behind the techniques, which is equally as important. Yeah, and lo- and just know if this is you and you're listening to this and you're like, freak, this is me, you're not alone. Like I did a poll on my Instagram And I think like 75% of vulva owners are in the same situation with their penis owning partners. They struggle with it and they want to embrace it, but they're unsure where to start. So 
you're not alone. There's many, many, many of you out there. And it's just like, cool, let's open the conversation and start from there and start to rebuild a relationship with with Oral that we uh, feel empowered and excited about. Yeah, 100%. And I guess this is all part of the comeback that you're running at the moment. I'm sure you'll run it at other parts, uh, other times throughout the year. Um, and that's, I guess, all about, re- you know, reclaiming your orgasm and um, reclaiming your power. Yeah, it's my fund fundamentals program for vulva owners when it comes to intimacy. And you're exactly right. It's like every week when we have the conversations, everyone's minds are just getting blown because they're like, oh, my God, why does no one talk about this stuff? Why did we not know about this stuff? Like just little things around like turn on and like having conversations with your partner about things like we've talked about today. Um, laying those foundations so you can have really comfortable and and feel confident in your intimacy as well. Yeah, hundred percent. You're doing some fantastic work, my friend. And Thank uh, you. <laughs> if you want to reach out to Syndra, it's super easy. You just find her on Instagram at Syndra Banks because it's back now. If you want to know what we're talking about, you'll have to go back a few podcast episodes. She had a great <laughs> rant about that. Um, glad everything's <laughs> back up and running, my friend. Uh, and, uh, yeah, she has a whole range of programs and works one-on-one with couples or one-on-one with singles if that's your jam and uh, she can help you live your best sexy life. Cindra Banks, thanks so much <laughs> for joining us once again on After Dark. Thank you. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Well, I hope that you enjoyed this episode of After Dark, dear listener. As always, it's a business doing pleasure with you. Stay tuned in October for an all-new look to After Dark. We'll be coming right at you with a brand new format. I'm excited to show you what's around the corner. I'm Louise Wilkinson, and you're on Newcastle Live.